Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Actung Millwall. Yep, that's right. We are back. It feels like, well, it's been a while, hasn't it? It really has been a while. But we decided to sort of uh, amalgamate ourselves this Thursday evening at seven o'clock. No, we have no idea what's going on either. I mean, let's be fair. We were actually planning to bring you a show dedicated to the 50 best cheeses you could eat this autumn and the, <laughs> the selected wines you could pair them with. But no, news has just reached us from that. I mean, genuinely, if this is an Achtung Millwall timing, I, I don't don't know what is uh, and the news has reached us that Neil Harris has today stepped down from his role as manager of Millwall Football Club his assistant David Livermore has also departed the den now chaps uh, joining me this evening by the way uh, we've got uh, the daddy Nick Hart bronzed as ever you're up Al bronzed Adonis from Portugal welcome listeners welcome 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 there you go. what, what got, an evening yeah yeah we've we've got a young Mickey Avery our resident in-house uh, market research expert yep hello everyone you're up, how are we and fresh from Chernobyl, them isotopes are glowing. It's Chernobyl Charlie himself, Harold Warren. Right, mate? What have we done? Oh, <laughs> very quickly. Can I just can I can I just drop um, a little line and say good evening to Millwall Football Club. Hello, thanks for listening to us. I actually emailed you today, uh, the press officer, or sorry, the new newly named communications director, uh, about my parking for Saturday, and 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 he didn't even mention it to me. I mean, come on, man. I thought we were pals. I thought we were pals. Um, Neil Harris has resigned. Who wants first dibs? Nick, let's go for you. Um, it clearly, it's come out of a complete um, clear blue sky in the sense that no one was expecting this today, tonight. Um, we all watched the TV last night. We all saw the Luton game. About a thousand of us went up there to go and see it. Um, and we all heard what the, the reaction was at the end of a very poor first half. I, I can't quite get past the fact that there was a much better second half, albeit with a uh, you know, a late equaliser and arguably some defensive errors, arguably a substitution that could have, should have not happened, who knows. But there was there was something there. And, you know, we, we I was doing some notes for a completely different show tonight, listeners, because obviously this has come out of the blue and um, the, the original notes have gone out the window, rather. But this 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 leaves me sad. This this is Neil Harris. This is um, the, the, the best striker I've seen in many, many years. As a youngster, um, the story of his, you know, survival of, of cancer, um, the playoff, um, you know, events as a player and then as a manager, 
Um, the madcap run towards the playoffs a couple of years ago now. Um, and yes, since then, it's been very drab and dreary at times. We all know that. I don't think that's worth dwelling on in, in, in these circumstances. But I just want to take my hat off and say thank you to Neil Harris because he is who he is. And, you know, we, we all probably heard some of the abuse that went on at halftime last night. We've heard it on previous occasions. I was at Barnsley last season. We, we, we hear it. And I, I have to say I'm slightly thankful that he stepped down short of a Holloway situation that we, you know, we had a couple of years ago when uh, Holloway was uh, would not come out of the of the uh, of the dugout. So I'm I'm thankful for that at least. Uh, I do feel slightly that um, I don't know. I think I'm probably wanting to him to have at least given it a go a little bit longer. There was something in last night's second half performance that leaves me feeling there was still something in that team for him. Mickey Avery. Um, yes, I I concur there with with Nick. I've I've always been um, a fan who who's never been like a manager out. I mean, ironically, even when we had Lomas in charge um, and and Holloway there, I've never been. I, I don't think the whole so like so and so out brigade is a positive thing. I think if if a manager should go, he should, should decide, or the board should decide. I don't think it should be loads of people screaming at him. That's not really supporting the side. Obviously, show your distaste for the football, or if you don't agree with it, that's fine. Um, I think Neil Harris has stepped down at the right point. I think it was getting to um, to a level where you know we we had it last season at the end of last season where he effectively gutted out his squad and the ones who he didn't want brought in some new players who we all agree were better players or better players um, than the ones he sort of changed over. And it just didn't seem to work. And I just don't think that um, he would have known how to get out of it, if totally honest. But I'm not. that's not saying it detrimentally to what he'd done. He's, he's one of the best managers we've ever had. And yeah, as you say, Nick, he's a club legend. Right, here we go. Harold Warren, I know you're frothing at the mouth right now. You're ready to go, mate. You're ready. Um... I am ready. I think it's too soon. I think it is very much too soon. Um, I think to judge any season before the second international break of this type of season is a bit harsh. I also think the fact that we're six points away from the relegation zone. Yes, I know we haven't won in whatever, eight or nine games. Eight games. Eight games. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that. But in the first season when we went into this division, we didn't have a very good first half of the season. We went on a mad cat run. Now, I know I'm not standing around and saying that we were going to do the same again. No, no, we couldn't do the same again. We haven't done the same again. And no club goes on a run like that normally. So I don't expect that. What I do expect is that team is an eight-game-old team. Take the facts away that Neil Harris has been Millwall manager for, what, six, seven seasons, whatever. The the fact of the matter is that side was a new side, and when new sides in other in other clubs are put together, they're given more than eight games to to make a decision and judge them. Unfortunately, Neil's baggage was brought by the end of last season, in which Aaron's already alluded to and Michael's already alluded to, where we gutted a side um, who some of those players weren't fit to wear the shirt and hung him out to dry a little bit. So he stood by his decisions, and let's just point out that the man has resigned. He hasn't taken. Millwall for a ride like so many others would have done. The man has morals and has decided to leave the job without taking a big payoff because I think he signed another extension to his contract last season, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I would like to say that I think it's too soon. I wasn't in the Harris out brigade, but I will now say that regardless of 
whatever happens next, Neil can hold his head up high. And I don't think this is the last time we'll see him at the den, whether or not that means that it's going to be 5, 10, 15, 20 years. But that man cares about the football club because he's walked away in a way that means it doesn't cost me all anything. And it allows me all to go and get another manager without having to pay off another manager. I still reckon they're probably paying all the way off if we're being honest and maybe even loan that. So, yeah, we're um, we're 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 a rudderless ship at the moment because Livermore's gone as well. So obviously, whatever tactical advice Dave Livermore gave, Dave Livermore decided it was time for him to go as well. And I just feel sad. That's that's the word that I feel. I feel sad. I feel sad that it's come to an end. Where, in my opinion, and it is my opinion, it won't be shared by a lot of people. Maybe it will be by you guys, but I think. The achievements of Neil Harris in his tenure of Millwall Football Club mean, in my opinion, especially in the time that I've been going, he's the best manager that I've seen at the Den in terms of what he's achieved throughout. We're talking barring getting to an FA Cup final. We've been to Wembley twice and we've had great runs in the Cup. And other than John Doherty, I can't see how you'd rate anyone higher than him, really. That's, that's my opinion. Um, Nick, was this, was this sort of, from, from Neil Harris, was this... Not damage limitation, but a case of he didn't want his legacy tainted and he didn't want, you know, the crowd that adore him or adored mm. him. I don't want to, you know, use that sentence <coughs> on him to, to, to turn on him. Yeah, quite probably. I mean, it's not so long. Um, probably the first couple of wins of this season back in August. It seems a long while ago now. But um, this season, we've heard the Super Neil Harris chant in those two games because we were winning. But football is a ruthless business. I think it was um, one of the players said that in, in on the news at Den. It is a ruthless business. Unfortunately, you're you're judged on results. And we can't hide from the fact that um, I was I was coming home from holiday on Monday. I'm looking at the football league paper and we're, we're like relegation zone um, hovering above it in the in the in the uh, real table. We're relegation zone hovering above it in the form table. Uh, we've said eight games since we last won. We haven't looked like scoring um, more than once from open play. And these are this is a decent squad that we've got now for some reason. And I, 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 I maybe want to hear what the other boys think about this. For some reason, this decent squad, some good players, can play for him because we saw that in the in the second half last night. They can do it, but they were not doing it on any kind of regular basis. Does that come from the manager? Is it managerial instructions? Is it a lack of spirit or, or spine in the team? I'm mystified as to how we could go from a very poor first half. Let's we all saw it. We all know. And then we didn't look too bad in the second half, albeit with one or two um, moments of uh, you know defensive, um, you know skidding along by the sk- uh, seat of our pants. So there's clearly some reason. Um, I don't think he's lost the dressing room, but I do think there's there's there's, there's flaws in the in the squad that have meant they won't or can't didn't play for him. Oh, can, can, can I just uh, interject with some breaking news that I've got off social media? Go. You'll be interested to know, Nick, that one of your former correspondents, that's right, Lucas Ball of the Lucas Ball Report, okay. has, has chimed up on social media saying that Neil Harris is apparently favourite for the South End job. Because I actually went and asked um, the betting companies for odds on, on Harris to Orient, because I've seen Harris to Orient flying around, but apparently he's favourite for the South End job. Well, that would make sense. He's got South End links. He's a local boy. He's from the area. Um, he supports the club. Dead, didn't he? supports the club he's, he's played for them um i i thought they were looking at um the excel the swedish guy larson henrik larson yeah the chairman's um, sweden as well yeah so i don't know how, how i there's no there's no way there is no way 
that is a that's a worse fucking show than us. Look at the end. Of I the think day, the, the, the I think the thing up. is. Go on, sorry, mate. Go on. I was just going to say there is no way that he is a League Two manager. I know. Look, he, he will. There will be. He will sit there and bide your time. His stock in League One will be as high as possible. I mean, surely, I know this sounds terrible. Watch Jacket three games away from the sack at Portsmouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There. How, much money, how much money in that league did Portsmouth have? He's got John Marquez, the best striker in the league the last two seasons, barring the ones that got promoted with Charlton. He's sitting there buying his time. He's a manager with a stock that is high at the <coughs> lower levels. Not necessarily in the championship, I understand that. But at lower levels, that he's got jobs. There's no, it's not like he won't be offered jobs, is it? Let's be, let's be honest. Do you think, though, I was going to say, do you think, though, and, I mean, I'll probably get stuff chucked to me when I next go down there more than I normally do anyway, but um, do you think that Neil Harris arguably falls into that sort of Chris Powell mould, you know, where when he was at um, Cholton and he had that good good job because he was at Cholton, but then he really struggled to really... Get anywhere on that. I know he's. We well, he can't in struggle that much. Now, I believe. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Uh, he, he but, obviously no, but must you, be a good coach of some description. But, but what I'm saying is that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is though, Harry, is that he, he was at a great job at the Cheltenham, um, like a great job for him and the, the level. Yeah. You know, we got them up to the championship, got 100 plus points, and then after after that fell apart. If you normally get a team up with 100 plus points and you go up to the championship, you are arguably could have quite a vast variety of jobs to choose from. But it's never really sort of. No, I don't think so, because I think the difference between Chris Powell and Neil Harris in this situation is Neil Harris wasn't sacked, Neil Harris resigned. Neil Harris also didn't have to work with Roland the Chapai. I mean, the problem for Millwall now is historically, and Nick knows this and so do you, and Aaron will let you into a secret. Historically, Millwall aren't very good at appointing managers, especially... No, no we're not. No, we're not. No, this this is what worries me, Harry. I mean, I'm just looking at the um, Mill History website, and obviously last uh, five years, there's Neil Harris, and before that, you've got this little bump where you've got Ian Holloway, Scott Fitzgerald, Steve Lomas, and then a period of Kenny Jacket, a long period of stability with Kenny Jacket, and then always another little bump of Willie Donachie, Richard Shaw, Colin West, Nigel Spackman, and it goes in the. I mean, we're, we're, Tuttle. I, Tuttle, you know. Um, we we, we 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 need stability. I, I think also we've got to decide, to a degree, we've got to decide what kind of club we are in, in football terms. We know what kind of club we are in supporting terms, but what kind of club are we in football terms? Because one of the criticisms of Neil Harris is that the football has been fairly basic. This, this style of yeah. setting up behind the ball, uh, absorbing pressure and then hitting the long ball to, to break. I, I, I get the... I, I get the thought process behind that, and it's uh, you, some will argue it makes the best of uh, limited players. We, we we don't have a Barcelona squad. We don't have players that are necessarily able to play, you know, long long periods of possession football. But then I watched the second half last night. We we kept the ball on the floor. We moved it at pace. We played a more attack style, getting down the wings, getting the ball in, ping it into the box a little bit more. We do have players that can do that. And we, we just haven't done enough of that. So the, the, the criticism of the of the style of play under Neil Harris is that we, it was great for League One. Um, but I think at the Championship, you just see it with the other teams that we're up against. There's a more, uh, what's the word? Other teams playing more, the more possession-based, beautiful game. And I, I think we've struggled against it progressively since 
the, the, the near-miss playoff season. I don't think we've ever fully accommodated ourselves to championship football in that sense. We're always playing like we're an FA Cup underdog in every game. You know, you know, you know what, Nick? People say that teams and squads have, have shelf lives. It's like you look at a squad right now, uh, in my opinion and in the opinion of a lot of people, Liverpool's shelf life is this season because then things start to break away. You know, yeah. you, you look at all these different teams and I wonder if, you know rebuilding from that season where Millwall nearly hit the playoffs in the championship was too tough a task for, for, for Neil Harris. And, and, and if he's sort of, again, you know, we, we go back to the point, he doesn't want to, he don't, doesn't want to ruin his legacy. You know, sorry, we were spoiled that season. That is the simple fact of it. And it has basically cost him his job two years down the line. So am I, am I wrong thinking back at that now? Because that squad should have been nowhere near where they were. That, well, it came, that, I think that, it that, came that, out of nowhere, didn't it? Because, because yeah. nothing, nothing changed. We lost several for whatever he went for, and you can't get into the Middlesbrough squad, even though they're doing very badly under Woodgate. They, um, you look at it this way, that we, if we had had progressively the other way around in the three years that we've been back in the Championship, say we'd been, you know, we'd just survived relegation first season, this, uh, you know, the way we did last season, the middle season would have been again a struggle, maybe finish whatever, and then we'd suddenly this season been eighth. You'd have thought, oh, that's natural progression. But because we overperformed, we then underperformed last season, and everyone thinks we're going to underperform again, which puts pressure back on. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's just I'm telling be. you, the it's one shit. the manager Millwall should be going for is sat right up top at League One, and that is Gareth Ainsworth. Now, the way that Millwall are going to get <laughs> him, <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Well, why would you say that? Because he's hated at Millwall by the fans anyway. That's a major thing, and I will tell you that Millwall tried to do that before. You don't need. We don't need another League One manager. We need a Championship manager, a man proven at this level, mate. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Him, look, this is the thing. This is the thing. You, you look at 
the the new sort of the novo novo style style of managers that people are hiring. You know these new sort of head coaches rather than managers. Yeah. The Nathan Joneses of this world, the Ainsworths of this world, the Cowleys of this world. Young dynamic managers who can make things happen. And then you look at the other side of the spectrum, like fucking Wimbledon hiring Wally Downs and him getting done for gambling. Betting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What I'm trying to say is, what I'm trying to say is, you, you know, I think this is a really important time for Berylson, for Cav to work out where is this club going right now? Do you want to solidify yourself as a championship club or a club that's going to perennial finish mid-table or, or sort of, you know, finish down the bottom sort of reach of the table? Go and get go and get a safe pair of hands or do you want to go and try and push the club out? And maybe they thought with Neil Harris, he is going to be our Ainsworth. He is going to be our Cowley. He is going to be our Nathan Jones at Luton. He's going to be that young dynamic manager that changes the face of the club. Maybe they but I think the I thing is, I think the thing is as well, though. No, 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 no. The, the thing is, it's like you were saying about the, the managers, they like that, Aaron. And it goes back to the point earlier, what Nick was saying about the squad. Now, we sort of half said it between the four or five of us, including Mike last night, is that it's there's. I, I, I love Neil Harris, and I think he's like one of the best managers we've ever had and playing. We've said all that already. But there, there's an argument where, as I said last night, that You've got a player in Mahoney who, you know, yes, he's looked lazy. Yes, he's looked like he doesn't know what he's doing at times. But he was a Premier League player on loan at a, a poor Birmingham team last year and had the best stats, crossing stats in the entire league. You, uh, you've got players like Budvarsen, who was an international or who is an international. And when he was at Reading or wherever he was before, he may not have scored the goals, but the fans were disappointed to see him go. You've got a lot of these players. Leonard, I mean, I know Leonard's been very hot and cold, but he was our record signing. He was an absolute sort of like midfield machine when he was in League One. Sheffield United put a pump for him for it, you know. No, exactly. Did all right. You've got Ben Thompson, who came from... Portsmouth, where he tore up League One and he had a great end second half to the season where he nearly got player of the season after only playing 10 games. And now, these are players who just look shells of what they can be. And is is it the management? Because they're, they're, is, is it just too it's much us. of a coincidence? No, no, but that no, but what I'm saying is, is it just too much of a coincidence that all of these players aren't performing at the same time? Look, I, I, I just think it's us. I'm, so, I'm sorry, it is us. We fucking get what we deserve. We ruin people. We've done it every fucking time. We're going to do it again to the next manager, whoever we get in. That is the problem. You have a split in the fan group, whereas bipolar, bipolar is fuck. Look at Twitter last night. Harry, 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 I'm Harry, I'm sorry, mate, but all pre-season Mahoney was getting cheered around the stadium, especially when he scored that goal against Sociedad. Listen to my point about the season. Fuck pre-season because it don't matter. Exactly proven when we are going to competitive football, right? We conceded late goals last season. We always concede late goals. He takes the same players off all the time. We still concede late goals, right? We made a change at half-time last night. We played probably the best 45 that we've played all season. Yes, Park made two great saves, but Matt Smith should make it 2-0 when the game's dead and buried. Bradshaw has a chance in the last minute, or right, either. But obviously, for whatever reason, Harry's done what he thought was right for the club. That, that's regardless. But whoever comes in next, it's October. They can't change who we've got. We've got no recognised left-back at the club for a start. So we're playing a six foot three player at the back. We tried to he's tried different formations, he's tried everything and decided to walk away. The the picking the bones out of it, the fact of the matter what Aaron said about what we're gonna do and go progressive or go this if we go progressive this season, we'll get relegated. English coach, continental coach, are we gonna go down the Brentford route of 
bringing some unknown Spaniard or you know Portuguese or somebody from um, abroad. Is that can can the Millwall way accommodate that? Because giving gigs it to lend at season. Well, I, when we, when you look back at the history of our club, and I think this runs quite deep through a large measure of sport, and it kind of touches on what you just said there, Harry. We, we've always been quite limited in our ambitions. You know, um, just before I, I came upstairs to do this uh, this show. I was telling my wife, because she's always interested in Millwall's, um, you know, doings, that Neil Harris had gone. And she was saying to me, and it's quite quite perceptive, that the club does not have any history of long-term success. What we have are madcap runs of adrenaline rides <laughs> where we, we surge out of mediocrity and we get gripped by this collective mania, with the last one being um, the 2017-18 season, where we surge to, and it, it's the den, and it's it feels like it's you can almost touch the 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 electricity in the air. And then if you look back through history, we've never been a league winning team. Last time we did that was 2001, promoted as, as champions yep, under right. Mark McGee. Otherwise, we are talking about FA Cup finals. Yeah, great uh, playoff runs. Um, the success comes in this kind of cup style mentality where we it's all hands to the the pumps and you know the the crowd are on top of the opposition and it's it's intense we success in the modern game it, it strikes me as a as a longer in the tooth than, than 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 everyone else on the show it seems to belong to teams that take a calmer approach i was watching luton last night i don't hold them up as any particular you know exemplar but they 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 kept the ball they passed it and they look quite dangerous. If they had better players, they'd probably even be even more dangerous. They don't have great players. Um, and I think, was it Jones made the point after the game that um, only one team was playing a style of football was going to take him anywhere? And I think that's the that's yeah, the problem. That's one. the problem. That's the problem we've all got to face. Um, I'll, I'll be straight. If someone some surprised, Nick, if someone surprised Big Mick out of his job, out of, you're going to think Republic of Ireland, I'm about to say no. If someone surprised Big Mick Harford out of his job, out of, out of Luton, someone could get themselves a very good manager. You know that someone could get I'll themselves I'll absolute. Mate, McCarthy, McCarthy, I think would be a a solid manager for me. But at the end of the day, with McCarthy, you're expecting the same thing every season. Solidify yeah, championship, solid, keep season, that job done. I, I understand. I'd love us to be a big club. I'd love us to get promoted. It's my dream. Like millions of other Millwall fans, millions, where am I saying millions? Thousands of Millwall Thousands. Fans, <laughs> thousands, hundreds, mm. um, uh, get promoted. And I generally thought the year that, you know, the Mad Cat run, I thought that we'd do it. We didn't. And it, it's gone backwards. But there is something to be said about having club legends at your club. Look at Chris Wilder, look what he's doing. It's not necessarily. Um, as simple as turning around and going, the next young op thing is going to be the next young op thing for a period of time. Um, I am very concerned that we will go for a McLaren and Allardyce, someone like that. I'm very concerned because they. I are don't think we will. Mick, okay, guys, 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 hold on. Mick, Mick let, let me. I'm going to ask you this each. Mick, what kind of coach do you want Millwall to go for? What kind of manager do you want to go for? I, I would like us to get a coach. I mean, Chris Wilder was a uh, just mentioned there by by Harry, um, and I think that's he's a great choice. There's a little bit more to or, English coach of a of an old school, straight down the line club, Sheffield United. We we know that they play a you know a fairly full on style. I I think that Millwall is a club that suits um what, what can we call it the kind of energetic style of play rather than the more possessive patience style of play. But we do need to play with a bit more 
sophistication and a little bit more nous than we've seen really from Neil Harris. Because I, I was just, and the, the notes I did do for the previous show we were going to have tonight, I was trying to weigh up the last time I remember seeing what I would call a Millwall performance at home. And I'm going to discount the FA Cup games because they're, they're, they're one-offs. But last time we saw anything like it was the, the first half against Fulham two years ago. That's the last time I remember being genuinely excited and 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 really full of you know full of um, energy for the club. Since then it's been pretty dreary, and unfortunately we we don't we cannot do dreary at the den. It's got to be drama, no. or or it's, it's nothing. So we need someone that can capture that. It, I, I think probably an English coach. Pos- it would be interesting if we went out of the box. Um, I'd like, you know, Argentine football is as passionate as as, uh, as, as English football uh, in, in Mills terms anyway. So it'd be interesting to see if we could find someone else. But I, I don't know that we've got the depth of um, the recruitment. Mickey, oh, leave it out. Mickey Avery. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're talking about these he's people. Next West Ham. Right there. Mate, he's, he's, like, he's, he's basically like, you know, how much closer to West Ham can you get? West Ham legend. Look, Look, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But you're talking about like a mental. Bielsa's mental as well. They Nigel Pearson, mate. That's as mental. No. As Nigel. <laughs> no, Bill Ma- wouldn't touch him because of the um the video. Marino, Ma- Marino's um available. I'm just looking at this transfer market list of available coaches. This is all nationalities. So Joe says on number four, he'd be good. Mickey, Mickey Avery. <laughs> I don't know if you've got it off over there, but come in, pal. Come in and, and tell me what do you what do you want from a Millwall manager and who do you want? Do you know what? I actually want someone who's a little bit sort of, I mean, I always say how great he is, Kenny Jackie, but that kind of, remember when we appointed him, he was like a youth under-19 coach who just came in under the radar with no hurrah, steer the ship, Kenny, and see how it goes from there. I think we just need someone who's just going to come in and just get on with it, just, got... just in the short term, just someone who's going to get us to around... 50 points, this, this, that should be the target. Not get back up to mid-table. That, that's, that's not going to be it. Let's just get those 50 points, keep us up, and then we'll go from... I've got, yeah, got a list of available English coaches here. I've, I've narrowed down, from taking away the whole world, I'm going to presume that we will go for an English coach. So these are the available English coaches on transfermarket.com. The top of the list is Sam Allardyce. <laughs> Alan Pardew. Another no shot that don't have him. Gary Rowett. No, mate, no. no. Ricky Martin. He was good in La Vida Loca, but I don't know who's all that in. Um, he Norwich. was, wasn't he? He was. In the mid 90s, he was all over the place. <laughs> Neil Adams of Norwich. Um, okay, Nick, hold up. Before before you go through the list, Nick, I've got a question. I've got a question for you guys. There are a lot of managers out there who are looking to rebuild their stock, if you like. Their stock has fallen, as Nathan Jones's will be when he eventually gets... Even though, basically, he's begging Coates. He is begging Peter Coates to sack him at Stoke, yeah? Yeah. You know, his stock will fall. His stock will drop. Now, you look at some of the managers out there whose stock has fallen. They need to get themselves back on their feet if they're going to have a successful career in England. You look at Paul Clement, Karanka... Poyer. Well, uh, Clement was on the list. Though. That was one I thought, actually, you know, that is an interesting Yeah, choice. yeah. Moist to an extent. Now, the question is, you go after these managers. One, obviously, they're going to command a certain salary. But B, you know, it's as much... I know you're not going to like me talking about him, but I was listening to Ian Holloway talk about how he got the job at Blackpool and how yeah. he turned around and said that he basically interviewed the, the owner as well as the owner interviewing him because he wanted to gauge what he was going to get from the club. Now, the question is, if Millwall points someone like a Clement, someone like a Karanka, someone like a Poet, are they going to get 
what they put in back from Millwall and, and from Cavan and from John Berylson? But that's the great I think, question. I think, yeah, I, I think we've. I think for one thing you will get from Cavan Berylson is, um, which a lot of other chairmen don't give you, is the honesty. All you ever hear from any manager who's ever managed at Millwall, no one ever has sort of gone and sort of had a go at the chairman. Or, you know, you get these managers yeah. who go, I'm not allowed to spend or, you know, I'm not allowed to say anything. Every single manager that's ever managed Millwall since the days of Berylson and Kavanagh, and even to a point Andy Ambler before Kavanagh came in, have said how good the infrastructure is. I think what will happen is, is if you was to, if you was to get a Karanka to sit down with Berylson and um, Cav, they would go, this is what you'll get, but you won't get any more. So don't come mm-hmm. here and say, I want a £20 million striker. You know, I don't think they'll say, oh, to Karanka, oh, of course you'll get a £20 million striker and then not buy one. A lot of people have been questioning Millwall's transfers and saying about the famous Berylson quotes of, if you feel that then I'll, um, I'll put my hand in my pocket. He has put his hand in his pocket. Is a, a, <laughs> would you agree, Nick? Yes, he has. I mean, the squad. I mean, Neil Harris has been backed. I think that's probably one of the factors in the reaction that we've we've all we all heard it last night. We we know it's gone on in previous games. Um, he has been backed. He, he we had problems in the squad last season. That was cleared out, and we've got a squad now. Um, that's, that's you know been a, been by in Millwall terms. Is we we have one of the smaller budgets, but it's been expensively put together in Millwall terms. So he has received backing. The fans have backed the club because I was just looking at the average attendance this season. This season about fourteen thousand, um, fourteen thousand, nearly fifteen thousand. So, and Saturday's going to be another sellout. So it's going to be another fifteen thousand plus crowd at the den. So the, the the bums have been put on seats. The the ingredients are all there. The new manager will need to be somebody that can come in and take those ingredients and make it happen fairly quickly because it will need to be. Um, it's probably not going to be pass the ball around like Brentford do and knock it about and you know uh, pass and move. It's going to have to be fairly. Uh, full-on yeah, but, direct yeah, but, football played well. I'm sorry to say it, I'm sorry to be blunt, Brentford are fucking deluded, yeah? The yeah, fans well, are deluded, the board's deluded, everyone's deluded. You go up to a Brentford fan and you say, how do you can do this season? Mid-table, no, we're going to win the league, we're going to win the league, we're going to win the league. Then they lose eight games on the spin, get their asses handed <laughs> to a Stoke or someone like that, and they go, oh yeah, no, don't worry, we're going to go on a 17-game unbeaten run. Yeah, Shut up, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, Say, have a bit of reality of where you are. I saw, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw Dean yeah. Smith the other day, and even Dean Smith turned around to me and got like, I would say this is between me and you, but hey, do you know what? <laughs> you said, <laughs> and everyone goes, show, You yeah. know what? They're in a bit of bother. And don't goes, tell anyone, listen, uh, don't tell anyone. They're in a bit of bother. I'll tell you lads on Saturday what he actually said, but basically, he, he, he said they're in a bit of bother. But they always seem to be in that bit of bother. Now they're trying to achieve something, and and I think what they're trying to achieve relates to their business plan, which is Matthew Benham's player in 100, 150 million pound. Mate, Ben Rama's going for 30 million pound at the end of the season. Watch 20 million pound, 30 million pound at the end of the season. They've got 20 million for Mopai, 15 million for Mepham, 10 million for Joseph soon. It's about making money. Millwall aren't about Berylson. I don't know if he's not as sharp as Benham, and he isn't playing this money ball game. Maybe he's not. I don't know what he's trying to do. But don't I don't know. Achtung, Mailball. The unfortunate fact is, is that we probably could do with an Allardyce type manager for the rest of the season, to be honest. And um, but it will spend massive money. Want massive money to come here. But Moyes and Kale, I could kind of get deal with. <laughs> do you think Moyes would come to the den? Do you think he would be? I uh, think he would have been is he? 
to do it with him because the different the difference is, is as as Aaron said with Moyes, Moyes is an interesting one because he wasn't a bad manager at Everton. He, he wasn't a bad United. manager at Preston, Harry. He was a good manager at Preston before. Exactly. Before Fantastic Everton. manager at Everton. So yeah. this is this is what I'm saying. So he can't have become useless. But if he can't if he can't hold the dressing room now. The intermediary of Kale, like look at the look at the influence Kale had on our dressing room when yeah, he turned yeah, up that January yeah, two yeah, years yeah. ago. So players, younger players, I'm talking like your O'Briens, your Thompsons, people like that must look at some must look at someone like that and go, fucking hell, they've been where we are. They've got a talented player. Look how much money he's made. Look at what he's gone and done. Four World Cups, whatever. They must sit there and think, oh, listen to him. He knows what he's talking about. But, so yeah, but Harry, must... Harry, that was. For people like Ben Thompson, that was Neil Harris. And he played well for him, didn't he? But I'm not saying every player's like him. Yeah, if you understand what I'm saying. There's there's the modern football player, and even like kids, right, the, the, the support about expectations. Our expectations, even mine, I'm fucking pushing 30, are a lot more realistic than the 15, 16, 17, 18-year-olds that seem to be going and get on Lions fan TV. Their expectations are going to go for the person here. And I live in the real world. And I'm, Millwall are more likely to be in a relegation dogfight and trying to fight for their very existence against Lewisham fucking camp. One of the criticisms that I read online, I can't remember who said it, so I apologise for this, this poster on, on Twitter, was asking how many players have actually improved under Neil's um, management. And I suppose the obvious answer would be Ben Thompson, but he was loaned out to Portsmouth where he improved. Um, I'm trying to, I mean... The other Isn't example, that the idea being, of a loan, though, Nick. Yeah, possibly, but I mean Conor Mahoney, who I, when I first saw him at the start of this season, I think I was raving about him like it was the new Johan Cruyff, I, you know, re reborn. Adrian Sirio, Mark too. And, and now he's moved backwards, you know. Um, I, I, I think if we're gonna, you know, the, the Neil Harris era is over now, sadly. Um, the king's I, dead. I, long live the king. Yeah, I, I, w- I wouldn't have wanted it to have finished in quite this way, but then all management ends in failure as they say about politics so it all ends in failure in the end but I I, I do think we need to get a, uh, a coach manager whatever you want to call it who will improve players now someone like Tim Cahill is an interesting choice because he's played at the very highest levels he knows what it's like to play in world cups um, all over the world New York um, various other locations and he, he does command respect and I think whoever hits the the ground running at, at the den is going to have to take that dressing room by the scruff of the neck and get it playing like they did last night in the second half because that's the way that we will survive in the championship this season by playing that kind of football because that's what we're set up for now but they've got to play it regularly and they've got to we've got to start scoring goals because we just haven't scored sufficient to uh to, to survive uh, if we carry on like this we're going to go down that's for sure i, no, I really think I, i'm i'm gonna put it out there i think clement could be a really good gamble you know? clement's an interesting gamble, choice though, you're saying gamble. Yeah. the last time they gambled they got their fingers burned big time so are they going to be yeah, willing to gamble you, again? You don't buy a ticket, you don't win the fucking raffle. Do you know what well, I mean? Well, we won the raffle of League One football and now he's having to fucking kick out 40-odd players. No, but it's another raffle. It's like the post lottery. The only other one that I've just thought of off the top of my head, if you want total Millwall man from the past, an absolute nutcase and a man that would command respect, otherwise you would be put inside the locker and kicked down the road. Is a, a Mr. Kevin Muscat, who's manager of Melbourne Victory. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be telling Muscat to fuck off from behind the dugout, would you? Sure no, you wouldn't. Well. No, that that would last about five minutes. I'm just, I'm, it's the next, the next manager, critical choice. Um, 
we're at, we're at the, the, the time of the season. We're in a position where we can still build on this season. It's still there. We, you're right, Harry. I mean, it's only um, it's the first international break. Ten games. Uh, one of the, on my notes, ten games in. That's when you start to measure a season. Um, we've looked increasingly average to to poor as this season's gone on. But the ingredients are set fair for somebody to come in, take control of that squad, and move in the right direction. I would like to see. Just going back to Clement on your point there, Aaron. I would like to see a coach who can improve our players technically. I think we do have players that are skilled and can play at pace and clearly want to play for the shirt. We have, you know, Millwall fans in the in the team at the moment, and I'd like to see them improve as 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 technical players. I would, this idea that we improve players is, is highly attractive. It's what we've always been in the past, and we've slightly lost touch with that in the last couple of years or so. I, I, I think that's going to be important for us going forwards. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Nick. I really I feel sorry for the Cowley brothers. I've been fortunate enough to follow a lot of what they've done at Lincoln and now I went and you know saw them at Huddersfield and stuff I think Mill obviously two three weeks too late the situation yeah, with the Cowley Brothers well, the, the, the situation with the Cowley Brothers was they were promised a budget by Lincoln City in the summer the budget yeah. never emerged their squad is very 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 weak for League One um, and, and, and they're in all sorts of trouble and they had to go for, for a half decent job that came along now can Millwall go and attract someone of that ilk? You know, is is, is there a, is there a potential to do that? Hey, Cookie Coleman's looking for a job, you know. Coleman, <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> no, but this is the last championship club down with a lot more budget than we did, and I don't want to have a Netflix documentary. I think whoever we choose, you're going to get people saying, oh, no, fuck him. You know, we don't want him. That's in the nature of the appointment. You're going to get someone who some people are going to say, yeah, that's that's got imagination. Others are going to say, Jesus Christ, what have we done? Or who um, the fuck is he? Or who is he? But that, if we're going to go for who is he, um, then you've got to start looking for what's their range of experience? What do they bring to the to potentially to the to the table? Um, Paul Clement has, was it Bayern Munich he played at? Or coached at, Aaron? He, he's, he's yeah, been, coach and, and he's, done, he's done PSG, Real Madrid. He, he's basically gone everywhere that Ancelotti's gone, hasn't he? And so, then fucked up his managerial career. Yeah, but I mean, it's going to be... Cones out, Will. But looking at the list, I won't go through them all again, but looking at the list, you're down to old lags, like uh, I've seen Nigel Adkins on here, I'm seeing um, McLaren, you mentioned, and Brian McDermott. Parkinson's on the list. Um, But you're looking at old lags, or you're looking at unknowns, like Paul Clement probably sums up a lot of other managers of that that potential. Now, are we going to go for an an old sweat? Or are we going to go for someone with some, you know, a, a future? What kind of club do we want to be? Are we a side that wants to build and stay in the championship and possibly mount at some stage a, a playoff run again, like we did the other year? That's probably going to require a little bit more um, patience this season for sure. Or are we going to be a, a team that goes for basic football, like we always have done? Let's, let's be let's be blunt and uh, become a League One championship yo-yo. Um, that's what we've always been. Yeah, uh, and I I think that the I think the club, Berylson and and Kavanaugh do have ambitions to, to aim a little bit higher than that, and I think that's that that takes me to somebody, not not one of the old lags, not not your not your Adkins, not your not your um that kind of manager, but for someone that's going to come out of out of a you know left field slightly. Now whether that's going to be Tim Cahill, I don't know. That I'd, that would be quite an interesting, exciting choice. Um, I, don't, I, think Terry. Terry. I think, yeah, I think he needs... John Terry. 
Yeah, Kerry or someone. You need someone who's been a coach. So Kale's not been a coach. So I don't think you can go for Kale now on his own. But in terms of with an old leg, with the idea that you sack the old leg when it starts going wrong. Yeah, yeah, Kale yeah. there, kind of the two-tone idea that way would be good. Um, but is it, but all these all these ex-players shadow managers now. If you not noticed, Arteta with Pep and Terry with. Uh, with the Aston Villa manager, and it's all this idea of putting yourself in a position to get the job when it comes round. So maybe, maybe that's that's what I'm saying. The club wouldn't be stupid. It might look like it that we're just trying to sweeten her up, but would it be the worst thing if they gave us an old lag till the end of the season with the assistant of Kale or the assistant of an ex Millwall, you know, ex Millwall legend? I think we're running out of them. Stephen Reid's been a coach for a long time. Reedy wouldn't be a bad it. choice. I mean, I, do, but again, there's another question. Do we want to keep reappointing old players? I mean, some of them. That's what I was Mo- just going to say. But I don't you know, think. I don't think we're Morrison. any. I don't think we're in any position to to hire any like ex player who goes. Let's go for it. I think we we've got to have a steady Eddie in someone someone of that sort of Steve Coppel sort of well, role it, who just. Yeah, he's on the list. He advised Harris so to, a, to a degree. He knows that squad, you know. And um, I mean, I mean, rumour has it, he, he was very, very close to Neil Harris in that season where we nearly went up. And last season where the wheels fell off a bit, apparently he was like at somewhere else or he had something else like on where he actually had a role at a club and he wasn't as accessible as he was the season before. Now, I'm not saying that Neil Harris's success over the years has been purely down to Steve Coppel, but if rumours is to be believed... Sounds like you are. We've all been around the mill track a few times. Do any of us think that the club have actually made any inquiries already, or did they have plans no. in place just no, in case? No, no, no. This is it. I'm like a ton of bricks. Ferrelson's currently halfway over the Atlantic, currently flying in, shouting at Steve Tavenard down the phone to get me. I need a list of 25 names by Monday. Achtung, Mailball. So it, Saturday, I don't think we'll we'll. From what I could see in the second half, last night, there's no need for us to get blasted away. We're up against quality opponents. Leeds are a decent team, but I don't see any need for us to go over cricket score. Um, and the den will need, always will be on. Happen. Well, but the den will be on fire for it. It's it's. it's I don't uh, think it, do you do you think it'll be on fire? Leeds, it's Leeds. We've got the we've got the songbook to run through. It's the old standards. Every yeah, song but, that. But that lasts up until the first goal. You know it does. Mm. I, I'm just, I'm, I, look, I'd love for this. You're to so go, negative this season. Yeah, you've been negative. Go, I'd love for it to go yeah. well, but it's not gonna, is it? Like, I, 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 I saw last night. I'll be totally honest. I've been oh, this young fucking well. And the first half last night, I thought, fuck me, what are we doing? Right? The way we played second half is how we should have gone on to play for the rest of the season. Right? Had a go, lumped it up to Smith waited for Malumbi and Thompson and Leonard to get together as a free. It all started to come together. He's walked away. I agree with you, but, but that's saying that another manager is going to walk in and see that's his best side. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? OK, but Barrett's been around, the team, whatever. But Bielsa, literally, it couldn't have happened at the worst fucking time. Leeds, the pantomime villain game. The game when he got his wig. 
right? <laughs> I think he would have got his win Saturday. I would have backed it with Harris in charge because we're their kryptonite. They can't deal with it, right? But let's, listen, let's, we're fucked. We're fucked. You're, we're all you're being negative. Can I just chuck in some um, tactical advertising, please? Yes, mate. Yeah. Uh, the Acton Millwall AGM will be happening this Saturday at the Millwall CAF. Oh, yeah. So if, if you want to come along. Um, Aaron and I will be there. What time are you going to get there, Aaron? Well, I'm, I, looks like I'm going to be down there early now because of this. They'll probably All send right. me down to go and locate Cav or something like that, knowing them. Let's, yeah. close, let's close with our favourite Neil Harris managerial moments since 2015. Who fancies having a go at that? Uh, I'll, I'll take one. Go on. I think the uh, Leicester win at home against the Champions FA League Cup. and yep. the FA Cup um, yep. in the blue and white striped kit with 10 men um, was fantastic. The, the, the Den was in full voice. It was, it was, you know, we had no right to win that game. and uh, We did. We did. We yeah. did with a, with a substitution. What? We had no, no Wallace. We had... Fred on your dimner popping up. I mean, of all this, this weird looking back at it now. Um, and it was, it was a day to make you proud to be a Millwall fan. Michael, turn that effing screen off. <laughs> yeah, that was class as well. That was class. <laughs> yeah, that was a moment. I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, Leeds three, Millwall four. Oh, and yeah. to start the run, I think it was it was the the, the game that began the uh, the lunatic run towards the, uh, the, the 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 championship players, which we narrowly missed out. But uh, Harry and I were up there, Ellen Road for that one. It was as mad as mad can be. It was a, in in a way, it was Millwall in a nutshell. It, and and we, we we kind of had had success. We gave it away and somehow clawed it back again at the very last gasp at, at least. So um, for for those moments, I think. Um, Aaron, you, 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 you've been to a couple of games. Any want to nominate any great Neil Harris moments? Few, but for, for me, it's got to be block one for those FA Cup ties, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, genuinely, like the Everton game, the atmosphere was fucking nuts, mate. I mean, like wow. I, I remember just like sort of just taking it all in. It was absolutely. Did you get well bitten cool. by the bug. Yeah, it was what it was class. It was top class, and it, even even for the Brighton game, it was it was actually brilliant, you know. Um and. I'll, t- I'll tell you something. The, fu- the funny thing is, is um, I-, I actually was telling my brother on Sunday, you know, I'm I really want to go to Millwall Leeds. I really, I'm desperate to go to Millwall. And he, he was like, to me, like why, why? Why? I was like, mate, I, I just really want to. Go to Millwall. And the funny thing is, I got the text from my boss the next day going, "You're going to Millwall Saturday." <laughs> Sent to him, and he was like, "Mate, that's fucking brilliant." You know, I just, you just want to go back. Do you know what I mean? You you want to go back? Like, I'd rather go. I'd rather come to the Den. Than go to soulless places like Bristol City and watch old traffic football. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get, I, I get that. I get that. You know, um, you, you you want to appreciate something like that, and and I really appreciate. It. And you know, as I said in my tweet, you know, like genuinely, it was the best sort of Millwall induction I got last season. It was absolutely brilliant. Games, games like Everton, that that atmosphere, um, it, that very hard to explain to someone who's never been there and has, has experienced it. But that's the reason that. I and all of all of the, the boys on the show, those are the reasons why we're Millwall fans. You just cannot replicate that. And they they're moments that you don't what you don't get is sustained success. You don't get glory, you don't get silverware. You get these manic, mad adrenaline rush moments. And that is what being being a Millwall fan is all about. And we had a few of them under Neil Harris. And I just think for that reason alone, we've got to 
collectively take our hats off to him. He's gone now. He's gone with dignity rather than uh, the way it's gone with some other managers in the past. And um, Neil Harris, club legend. I can't think of a better way to, to sum it up. No, I agree. And I I think, uh, touching on what you said about the Leeds away game and it being the start of the um, start of the run, he got sent off, uh, Livermore got sent off that day, which, to my knowledge, is the only time he's used any kind of assistant manager admin in his entire time. <laughs> there. So, um, hats off to take him off for that vital intervention. And, um, no, I'm probably going to download that, Nick, now and listen to that. I'm on nights tonight, and I'm probably going to listen to that and think of uh, Halcyon, Halcyon days in uh, a cold January in Leeds. Nice, nice way to finish it. I think that's, that's probably a Millwall news this week, Aaron. Who's going to do bye for now? deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.